We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Three, two, one, we're alive. I was late on that one. My bad. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of MDH TV. I'm Tommy here with Dre, and you know we got a good one here with y'all for y'all today. You feel me? We haven't been here in a while just because um we both went home for Thanksgiving, and it'd be kind of hard to record at home. Okay. And uh, Andre was sick for a little bit. How, yeah. how was that? How was being sick? Bro, that shit was terrible, bro. Like if y'all didn't know, I caught strep throat. <clears throat> and I never caught strep throat ever in my life. You know, I had a, I had a few sore throats. You know, when I was a kid from like colds and stuff. But you know, that shit hurt very badly. It just hurt to swallow. And luckily, I was able to like catch it real quick. So I only, I was really only in pain for like a day and a half, like in real, real pain. And then after that, like it kind of, it went away slowly, but it went away. But it was on my birthday though, so that kind of sucks. Oh, I had damn. strep on my birthday. I had strep throat one time, <laughs> sophomore year. And I remember like, that shit sucked. I woke up. It's kind of funny because like the day I started getting strep, uh, there's actually a vlog on that on my old YouTube channel. Um, but like, yeah, I had woke up and my throat was like kind of fucking with me. And I took, I used to have to take three buses to get to school. I took every single one of those bus buses just like with my throat killing me. And I got to school and I was there for like a period and a half. And then I left because like that shit was just too much. Yeah, that shit hurts, bro. Like, yeah. I feel like the throat is such like a vulnerable place too. Cause like, you know, if you sprain your ankle, you could stay off your ankle, but you can't just stay like, you just can't not use your throat. Yeah. Like, even if you don't eat or any, anything, you still got to swallow like just saliva. And I was like yeah. telling myself, I was like, don't swallow. But then right when that thought would pop out my head, I would just swallow and that shit would hurt. That's what she said. But, um, all right, bro. <laughs> yeah, I remember like I had my throat problem like a couple months ago when I had to go to the hospital. And like it was so bad, I wasn't even drinking water because I didn't want to swallow. But, I don't advise doing that because I'll pass the fuck out for not. <laughs> but I was, how was, was sucky time. Yeah, that shit was trash. How was Thanksgiving though? It was cool. It was uh me and my mom just stayed home and then her friends like brought plates over. But you know, Vegas though. Well, actually, how was Thanksgiving for you first? I mean, yeah, it was straight. It was like my first time seeing um my Tim in a while. Like, he's, like, my second little brother. And that nigga got hella big. He, like, my height damn near now. Damn. Yeah. What grade is he in? Like, eighth, I think. Did you see Tiger? Nah. Oh. 
Why not? He he just wasn't down there. But I might see him uh for fucking Christmas. Oh, are you going back down there? Yeah, to North Carolina. Type shit. How you never mind. What was he about to say about Vegas? Oh man, it's so crazy being like back in Vegas because you still no, nah, you back in Reno. Oh yeah, I'm back in Reno now, but going back to Vegas, like and I always say this, but like seeing all those black people is like it's crazy, bro. Cause I just forget that like there's that many black people in the world out here. But also when I went to the skate park out there and it was a, it was JC. So it was ne- it was like right across the street from Valley Low Key. Um, I was out there and like these little like 10, 11, 12, 13 year old dudes or like boys were like smoking and girls too. But they're like smoking heavy, bro. Like just having sessions at like the little park table. I was like, bro, that's so crazy. That's so sad. There was like 10? Bro, yes. Damn. They were like not even in high school yet. And like the worst part is they were smoking carts. So I was and obviously they're not getting no dispensary grade carts. So like you really don't know what they're putting in those carts. And like those kids are just fucking huffing it. Like it's yeah. Nuts. It's like, yeah, the carts are real dangerous. Like, I remember, in, and the crazy thing, like, in, in high school, you, like, you kind of think you're invincible, so you don't really give a fuck. You're just trying to get high. So I remember I used to be in the bathroom, like, between every <laughs> passing period. If a nigga had a cart, you was just hoping to hit it. Like, you didn't even, you didn't even ask. have to know who the nigga was. Yeah, like, didn't even ask no questions, just, bro, like. Yeah, I'm like, just he let you hit it one, two. I remember it used to be a hustle in high school, like, you would a uh, nigga would pay you like five dollars for no nah, i think it'd be like a dollar for three hits or something like that like three quick hits yeah. you make a good amount of money like in a school day and for all they know you could have put syrup in that shit at the beginning of the morning bro like, could have just put pine salt in that shit and just like really anything yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah it's really yeah. crazy it's, uh heart shit is crazy yeah, for for those that are all listening, let me know if like my I, like my voice sounds clear today. Cause <laughs> you know I'm trying out this new microphone I just got. Shout out to the Baker's Institute and all the good people down there because they made our uh, MDH. We a multi thousand dollar company now. You feel me? Right. So they've been fucking with us heavy. So we fuck with them. Shouts out to them. But um, yeah, we about to be making music and shit soon. Yeah. Dre got the whole setup. Uh, nah, I, hey, I ain't got the whole setup yet, but I got like this shit to start making beats. And honestly, this shit is a lot more confusing than I thought. Like, I'm like, bro, like half of the battle yeah, has to be just trying to set this shit up. Like, because I was looking at like how to create like a home studio because I'm not gonna say that's my goal, but like if I'm getting all this shit anyways, I might as well like try to go all out. And like, I was looking at, so there's like a way that you can um, you can make your voice sound better by like putting padding around wherever you're recording. So like the audio doesn't bounce off the walls and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro, like this shit is so much harder than what I thought. I thought like I was just gonna be able to like use GarageBand, just and get a mic. Yeah, <laughs> just use my little uh, iPhone earphones and just like rap on that shit. But it's like. It, it's 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 a it's a long process, but it's really cool though. I like I like yeah. that process because you know it makes it worth it. For real. That's why like 
like I could have gotten a lot more cheaper stuff with this round of Eureka funds, but I was like, I'm buying this stuff as an investment for like shit that we're going to be using for the next couple of years type thing. So like eventually you feel me, hopefully me and Dre will be linking up and have our own MDH headquarters studio slash podcast area slash apartment slash whatever <laughs> and uh yeah like this is a a studio grade microphone the scarlet interface is a studio grade interface the beats headphones is a studio grade headphone so like i'm trying to get stuff that's like top of the line so we don't have to just keep going back and buying new equipment over and over again that's why like the camera that i got the camera set up the whole thing just the camera and the fucking tripod for it was all like it was like nine hundred and fifty dollars just just for all that and it's because we trying to make sure we get like the best equipment we can while we're getting all the support and while we're not totally dependent just on our own funds so when we start getting more cloud again more whatever more subs or whatever and we start dropping this music and shit. <laughs> we don't gotta go back and keep buying more stuff. Bro, but like, um, you were talking about the padding, like that's used for noise canceling and shit. And the good thing about this mic is like it has that built into the mic. So does it have like, that little? Does it have that little circle part where it like kind of sucks in your audio? Not sucks in your audio, but like it makes. But it like it focuses on your voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. Like, if I go back here, you won't be able to hear me as much like barely at all but like once i come in here like you can like really hear and it like focuses yeah. in on your voice and Fuck it came it. like with this uh it's like wind cover and shit so i can put like so like if i actually wanted to fuck well, yeah i don't got the arm for it yet y'all so like i'm actually just holding this shit so like if i actually wanted to look like an actual mic i can put this on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck a bitch. Type shit. But yeah, you know, I'm excited. You feel me? Especially like, I made my SoundCloud. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I don't know when I'm going to drop though, but bro, I made not. it. Niggas not going to drop, man. So look, if y'all, if y'all go get my SoundCloud to 100 followers, I'll drop something. But y'all have to get it to 100 followers before the end of this year nigga what that's fucking hard is it is it hard i don't know how you get followers on there but me either i only got one right now so um yeah uh ac1 is the soundcloud name so that's your rap name yeah i was i've been trying to think of a rap name but i I think i'm just going just andre see mine was taiv at first like my youtube and then i was like that's that's uh, AC1 because at first it was going to be the alien chosen one, but I was like, that's kind of long, and I was like, AC1, like that got a ring to it. Fuck it. But how do you, <clears throat> you know, since since we're about to, since we're both about to be like, you know, exploring our creativity, uh, with with different outlets, how do you feel like your environment? How much of a role do you feel like your environment plays in it? Like, and I don't mean like your city, like your community environment, but literally like this, like your room, 
because I was I was watching this the Tyler doc Tyler the Creator documentary, and he was like he traveled a lot to create his one of his albums just so he can get inspiration from like looking outside or whatever. So how like as someone that's starting to dwell into it, do you feel like your creativity like sparks in other places, like depending on uh, what's around you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the environment creates the person. So like you can be in a mansion surrounded by a bunch of amazing things, whatever, whatever, but you'll be cut off from humanity because you are just like around materialistic things. Like it made a person who only who can't really look through that other lens and us being where we come from our environment, while it was hard, while it was a struggle at times, it made us think the way we do because we had to navigate through all those obstacles. And I think it's the same way with creativity. Like if you surround yourself with a bunch of colorful things, with a bunch of things that inspire you with quotes, people that you look up to that you draw inspiration from, then that's going to push you to be the best you you can be, the best possible version of yourself you can be. Whereas, like, if you just think of, like, a jail cell, like, they don't really have nothing around them, inspire them. It's like, you kind of go crazy. If you're just looking at blank-ass, boring-ass walls, I feel like that's not really letting your creativity flourish because you can't really draw anything from a from a blank canvas you know yeah. like you can draw whether it's like even if it's just like a yellow canvas or something or just like a plain color that's better than it just being gray or black or white or something because at least that color can make you feel something you know and there's nothing really than feelings but what do you think like and and I mean what before I pass it off to you like just like not even just like your direct environment meaning like your room or anything just like the area you're living in like has such a big impact on you I was listening to one of our other pads uh podcast today before we hopped on here and I was like um just like being in in Bethlehem like this environment has taken a toll on me my body my mental all of that and it's not like I'm letting it necessarily or I'm trying to it's just like the energy of a place like that's real like it has a real effect on you whether you realize it or not whether you can control it to whatever extent or not it has a real effect on you so I think your direct environment meaning your room what you surround yourself by and just the place you live and the people you're around both have a direct correlation with a person's creativity and who they're going to become but what do you think? Hell yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I feel like my room is pretty boring. Well, hold on, how, how should I say this the right way? Okay, so I feel like, <clears throat> so the as far as the room part goes, I feel like, yeah, like def I definitely get what, you, what you're saying with, just having stuff that just reminds you of like, not necessarily what you want to be, but like, it just inspires you to do cool shit. You know, like when I look at, wait, it's on this side. When I look at Mike Tyson, like, which I don't look at this nigga often. I'm not going to lie and say like, I wake up every morning and get on my knees and fucking pray to a shrine. Yeah. But like, I do, sometimes when I look at him, I'll be like, bro, like that nigga was the goat of his fucking generation. And I can draw, even though I like, I, I don't want to be a boxer. But even though 
I don't want to be that, I can still draw inspiration from it because I know in anything where you want to be the best in life, you just got to have a good work ethic, you know, good discipline. And, and, and really just, it, it's all like the same values. They apply to every single aspect of being successful in life, whether it's Steve Jobs or whether it's LeBron James, they all have to practice the same disciplines in order to make it to where they are. So I feel like, yeah, like what, whatever you have around you, just in this, in the anime, you know, I feel like that, I feel like this anime is like super important because it just reminds me of like how, Cause like sometimes I'll catch myself getting like too political or getting like becoming like too much of an activist sometimes. And I'll forget that there's a fun side to life, you know, like not on no like depressing shit, but like I'll be watching politics a lot sometimes and I'll get lost in this whole like, bro, like just like I remember I messaged you, I was like, we need to move to Texas because like fucking the way they're doing shit out here is, is crazy. And we'll talk about that more later, but yeah, I like the anime because it just reminds me, like, yeah, you can you can have fun. And the people in animes be having fucking worse lives than me. So, yeah, but environment, so, like, so, like, um, I definitely get that. I, I mean, Reno has been, I feel like when I went back to Vegas is when I really noticed how different Reno was from Vegas. And I'm not sure if I'm, like, letting it affect me too much, but I definitely can see, like, why people in Las Vegas or people just that don't really move out of their inner circle or like their inner community become stagnant. And one thing I noticed while I was going down the strip, I'm sorry for this long ass answer, but I've seen these dudes walking, right? And they like had on some fucking Jordans, like, you know, like the broke, like the broke nigga trying to look rich type shit. And I know like he looked, he, he looked cool as fuck. Like he looked like he was like fucking he was stunned on everybody. And it made me think like everybody just wants to be important in their own world. And our own world is really made up by ourselves. Like some people look at the world as just their community, just as the niggas down the street, their neighborhood. So they do everything they can to, you know, be impactful on them. But then you got some people like, I feel like me and Tommy, we want to be more, we look at the world as more of a global scale. So we want to really change the whole entire world compared to just some people who just want to, you know, make the people who are around them happy or make themselves seem happy to them. Yeah. Bob, I mean, I was thinking long. Nah, nah, it was, it was, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful symphony, but I was thinking, um, like earlier today, I was like, I kind of like have these fantasies of like what my future life is going to be like. And, how I'm going to impact my community. And, like, I, like, like try and, like, go to that moment and, like, really visualize it. And um, today I was thinking, I was like, dang, no, I really want to do this rap shit, right? Now, I'll listen to, like, like, when I do things, like, especially, like, when I'm about to edit a video or thinking of, like, video ideas or, uh, thinking of like making a new, a new song and I want to like think of like flows I want to put on the song not necessarily lyrics I think I'm like I can think of lyrics pretty well but um like I'll listen to to what people are listening to right now or I'll listen to music that 
I kind of draw inspiration from. Like, I'll listen to Outkast, Kanye, Freddie Gibbs, fucking Frank, fucking... I'll listen to Kid Cudi. I'll listen to a bunch of different artists. Or with YouTube, I'll watch a bunch of different YouTubers, like Gideon, A&P, all these other YouTubers that are doing very well. And I'll pick and choose. It's kind of like... um they tell you to steal like an artist, you know, plagiarize the best parts of things that you like and make it your own, put your own flavor on it. And it's like a new thing. So that's what I'll try and do. I'll try and like, look at like what the market right now, analyze the market and be like, what is people fucking with? What is the noise, the sound, the visual that people like right now? And I try not to emulate that, but I'll try and to, I try to take the best parts of what I like add what I already do and what I want to put into it and try and create something. And I'm like, I mean, that's what you got to do. So if you're surrounding yourself around, if you're surrounding yourself by people who have been the best in their field, you're subliminally going to be doing that. You're going to be stealing the best parts of what made them the greatest of whatever they did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just what we doing in this rap shit right now and this music shit, whatever. But, yeah, I, I bring this up because I was thinking earlier, Um, I want to, like, eventually, like, go back to Vegas, be able to give all the high schools I went to, like, a good amount of money, be able to give um two of my friends, their, their families, uh, the, two of my friends that passed away uh before graduating give their families like a good amount of money each um i want to go back and like all the vegas like quote-unquote rappers uh, i want to bring to and like all of us do like a rap album or whatever i want to do something like that like really for the community and kind of like see like what like what promoting your community can actually do and like how much good that can do because once we do it in one place like we just gonna keep spreading like that and I say that because like yeah we're we're thinking on a global scale but you gotta recognize to change the world globally you gotta focus in locally you gotta change locally yeah you gotta change you know where you're from and I just I'm like and I just think I'm like me and you, like we were rewarded this opportunity to go to college and kind of get out of the environment that we're from. So we were able to expand our horizons. But, you know, we were so lucky to, in a, in a sense, like we were so lucky to have the heads that we had to be in AP classes, regular and regular classes, like just that little thing right there of us being in the magnet program versus the regular classes probably changed our lives Mm -hmm. honestly yeah and and i was thinking about if if we didn't have our parents telling us that we had to do that would we have chosen probably not we probably would have been in the regular ass classes so i just want to like you just think about all the kids that get lost in the system and they never even had a chance because they never knew like a game was being played in front of them and it's like imagine if they were shown what their abilities actually are and what good that could be in the world. And that's like really my goal is to show, show everybody, show these kids that like, all right, you don't like school. That's cool. You don't like sports. That's cool. That's all right. But I'm not just going to let you slip through the cracks and 
be what society told you that you are, which is nothing. Like you, you draw. There's probably there. Remember all them good ass niggas who could draw the shit out of something. And I can't didn't draw that's the same class, bro. And I can't draw to save my life, bro. Like it's actually and the reason why I say this because it's a hard skill. Like, cause I thought, oh, since everybody could do it, bro, it can't be that hard. But like niggas that could really draw, bro, like that's such a talent, and you could take that shit so far. So many because, places. Like, you got to think about the, how many ideas that even we've had that became limited because we don't have the artistic ability to like draw that idea out. So either we got to wait on somebody else to draw it or we got to, you feel me, use some type of computer software that doesn't really, we can't have every single control like we can if we were just able to draw it. So it, you know, I'm, I'm starting to notice if we live in a, if we live in an amazing time in like, in like just time uh, as far as, how long the earth is or how long people have been on earth. Like there's people right now and maybe you guys don't know this game, but it's this game called Dragon Ball Legends, right? It's like a mobile app for fucking Dragon Ball. And there's people that have million subscribers, you know, making a living off of playing that video game. And the reason why I bring this up is because we live in a time, bro, where you can literally get money, get influence, get fame, whatever, with whatever you want to do, bro. Like, you don't have to be an NBA player to be rich. You don't have to be an NFL player. You ain't got to be a rapper. Like, you can literally – and no, this is no offense to those people who play the, the video game and, like, stream it, but you can literally play a mobile app and fucking make a living off of it. So, you know, as you said, like, just because you don't like school or just because you don't like sports – you ain't got to fall through the cracks. Like you can just, you can just record yourself doing something nowadays, or you can, you could sell your own trade, whatever you have to offer to the world. Pe- people will buy it. And in a time where you can, sp- you can share ideas so easily. Cause you know, back in the 1800s, like a nigga in Vegas, wasn't talking to a nigga in Minnesota, but we live in a time now where a nigga anywhere can talk to another person anywhere and since you can do that, you can sell or you can sell or you could trade whatever you want with whoever you need to. And you guys could build like, you know, your own little fan base, your own little club and build it up from the ground. Exactly. And that's why like fuck what like like you were saying this in, in the, the last part. You was like, you wanna just show the kids that like being popular in high school really doesn't fucking matter and it's like fuck what the crowd thinks bro fuck what you know people think is cool if you like drawing bro you like drawing if you like writing you like writing if you want to act fucking act do whatever you want to do and just do it to the best of your ability yeah because people will appreciate that you know and the right people will like those people who are popular and shit they have like, yeah, like 500 people know them, but only like three people really give a fuck about them. Maybe like they, they all getting fake love and they not really even expressing the person they are. They just put it on the show because they want to fit in. You know, all the people who are the most popular, yada, 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 are probably like the most lost, the most depressed and just trying to hide it from everybody, especially themselves. Yeah. And. Yeah, if you just give a fuck about, like, what you're doing, yeah, you might have less friends, but they all going to be motherfuckers that, like, actually give a fuck. You and know that's, what I'm saying? Bro, that's exactly – I remember you shared a post 
on Facebook and it kind of related to that, like how the basket, like being a basketball player really just brought fake, fake friends. And <clears throat> I mean, I'm not gonna say they brought fake friends. They just brought friends that like were basketball friends and you kind of get mixed in between the two because you think that just because you play basketball and they play basketball and they, and you guys hang out, you guys are really friends, but no, you guys just have one commonality, which is basketball, which, you know, for people like us, it kind of just basketball kind of just did just, just cease to exist with us. Um, I mean, I'm sure we still play it, but we're not like interested in it. So you lose a lot of those friends that you, or those like teammates, I would rather say, but like the people you thought were friends just because you guys don't have that, commonality but when you're really doing what you want to do and you're really being yourself those people those the people that you call friends will like you because of who you are not because of what you do not because think about how many good basketball players there were who just had who were just popular because they were good at basketball but the minute they stop playing basketball it's like who like who really is this nigga like nobody cares so that's why it's so (laughs) just introduce yourself as yourself as like who you really are so you don't even uh attract that fake you know that fake ass compromised friendship that you may gain but i do have a question for you and this will probably be our last topic before we get into current events but why did you why are you like why did you start making or why are you starting to make music like what's the what's the not the goal, but like, what made you be like, you know what, I want to use this outlet to express my creativity. Um, so, I mean, I started making music back when I was a sophomore in high school. And, you know, like, I was always like, looked at and treated as a basketball player. So like, even when I started the YouTube back my sophomore year, like, I was like never really too serious about it. That's why I probably stopped it because people really only took me serious as a basketball player rather than as a person. So uh, I didn't really think anybody was going to fuck with my music. So I really just, I had to like a lot of songs and I mean, a lot, a, a good amount of people honestly liked it. I just was always in my own head about it. I like So that. I never dropped. Uh, and then on my uh i wrote this one song last year and here i'll I'll rap like the first verse so so i can remember what day i made it on and this was like the day i was like all right i'm about to like actually start back with this music shit but i was like sitting down looking searching for a real chick shit Nah, I need a real bitch all about her bill shit. Got her on wheel shit. Got a fat ass, bend it over, and I kill it. Uh, fuck, am I saying I don't need no little bitch that's going to fuck with my brain? I don't need no little chick because all these hoes the same. So fucking lame, always running fucking games. All they bored as fuck, then horrid up, was born to fuck. Roll is one, the mental stuck. Be worried about the wrong shit, who gives a fuck? Be talking hella bullshit, just live it up. Ours right here. I'm writing this shit at two in the morning on oh one oh one two one yawning art. So yeah, at the beginning of this year, uh, on the first day, um, two in the morning, on uh, New Year's, uh, that's when I wrote that song, and that was like the first song I wrote in a while. And I was like, 
No, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just start. Cause I was like, nigga, that shit was cold. Like I, I went through a song. I was like that. I was spitting. So, um, <laughs> so I was like, I'm about to start making music again. And I wasn't really making shit until I start. Like I would be in class sometimes, and it wasn't was while class was still on Zoom. So I would just like make songs during class. Like one of the songs I was like. Uh, I wrote this song and this. I wrote this song during class. I hope it get me ass, but I know it won't. Whatever. And uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. It was just like an outlet for me to express myself as well as this pod. But music just moves people in a different way. I feel like, and like I was looking at Kanye. I was looking at all these people that were literally able to like change people themselves with their words and the the melody behind it and I was like I want to like move people like that so you know like over the summer um when I was roommates with Notch you know we made hella music we because he like he's uh, an established uh rapper like he goes by people like literally at the school call him top shot of fuego like that's his that's his rap name like people be calling him his rap name and like he got over a thousand five hundred uh followers on SoundCloud. He got a couple of songs on SoundCloud. Like he's pretty nice. And um he would just always have some beats on and we would be chopping them, chopping them the whole summer, like all day. And he was like, nigga, you need to drop. He like you, he you need to drop, you need to drop this now. Like, nah. They don't deserve it yet. And that's really why I haven't dropped. Cause I'm like, they don't deserve it yet. So I'm gonna drop soon within the 2022. I'm gonna be dropping. Facts. Um, because I was I was thinking about like the direction like our channel is gonna go and just our not even our channel, our entire company. Cause MDH is more than a channel, it's more than a spot, like it's everything. Yeah. But especially for our media platforms as far as Spotify and um, our fucking, like, YouTube. I was like, all right, we're about to hit our 275 uh, goal, which is in a couple of days. Couple bro, we, days. Don't, I, we might hit that shit tomorrow, but I got, I got this fire-ass video coming out. Make sure y'all check it out. It's me and my roommate reacting to K-pop, but it's, it's a fire video, so make sure y'all check it out if y'all listening. Oh shit! Actually, this probably gonna come out after. Just make sure y'all check it yeah, out. Yeah, it's up right now, and we should be at two seventy five by the time this goes out. So yeah, make sure y'all check it out. But go ahead. Yeah, but like, I was just thinking about the like, the direction we're gonna go in twenty twenty two. Cause mm-hmm. like, bro, if y'all haven't known, if y'all don't know, bro, I just I just did a video with this shit today, bro. Like, our video is about to go up. You feel me? This is Tyler. Um, for those of y'all on YouTube that's watching, but yeah, I just did a video. I went to a store and bought bought a dinner, dressed like this nigga. And uh, I don't know. I'm about to like, we about to just go up. That that's that's all I gotta say. Just you feel me, y'all y'all here like y'all the calm before the storm because. Yeah. It's a lot coming. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. But um, thank y'all all for supporting so far. For real. Yeah, for thank real. you guys. Honestly. Because, you know, we 
you know, we 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 we, we like Dre said, we trying to move to Texas. So like, bro, share this with your friends. Yeah. Just tell your friends to watch it like two videos, mm-hmm. and they gonna want to subscribe probably. Hold all right. Facts, facts. Make sure y'all check it out. Hey, but I want to, I ain't gonna lie. I did, I pulled a selfish move earlier. I'm not gonna lie. I asked you, why did you start making music? And I wanted to know too, but I also wanted to say why, why I wanted to make music. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Why did you start making music? <laughs> well, I haven't started yet. Actually, no. I started writing some lyrics down. And, um, but the reason why I wanted to try to make music is because I feel like I be listening to so many different types of music, bro. Like, I'm telling you, I'm like, I really can go from, hold on. I could really go from like some young pappy to some anime soundtrack to like John Francis, this dude named John Francis, some, he plays a guitar to like Lana Del Rey. So I just felt like if, if, if I have the opportunity to, which I do to make music, I want to be like, the person that kind of bridges the gap between all musical categories. Because you see like, you see like Kanye West, right? When he brought out that, when he, Dark Tips of Fantasy, right? When he brought out that guitar, that electric guitar, like that was kind of new to rap. Like wasn't nobody using fucking electric guitars back then, but electric guitars were old compared to like rock music. Like it's been in rock for fucking decades. So I want to be able to be like the first one that could like, bring in the electric guitar, bring in a piano, bring in some fucking, some chords, all in the, all in a rap song or all in one song to where it embodies like all of music. You feel me? That's like my whole end goal. Obviously I'm not there yet. Like I, I don't even know how to fucking start playing the piano, but that's the goal to, to get that's it like That's what I'm that. saying. Once we get our headquarters, like we gonna have the whole set of, bro, we, gonna, we gonna learn how to play these instruments, bro. We gonna go like, crazy. It's like right now we're kind of like we got all the ideas. We just gotta like make. We just gotta focus on like the execution of it, and it's and it, we're doing hard shit too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like we're not doing nothing easy. Like you feel me? Making music ain't easy, especially the the like emotional part of it. I feel like that's that's kind of what I'm most scared of is like me just being scared to put some shit out. But you know, I ain't scared. I'm I ain't scared to put nothing out. I'm just like, I'm kind of a perfectionist with it. So I'm like, if it doesn't sound right, I'm not gonna put this shit out. You feel me? I don't care. I don't care who who mad about it. Like, I want that shit to like sound exactly how it sounds in my head, or at least close yeah. to it, because like I know it can sound like that. Facts. 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 MDH music coming soon. Look, look, look. I, I just want to, I'm going to fucking, let me uh spit this bar for you real quick, for this song I just, just wrote. Come on. All right, bro. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I said, all these niggas walking around, they don't really know what's up, killing each other because you thought you was the bigger thug, voting for the same fucking niggas that's killing us, and they ain't got to pull the trigger to do they stuff. Nigga. They throw, they throw you in the big jail, motherfucking hard cell, going off the rail, now we all killing ourselves. 
think we really need to ask for a Lord help because we really ain't saving ourselves. Well, I'm going to save myself. I'm going to get the wealth, do it by myself. So clean. No a nigga hella mean. Got to get the green. Motherfuckers know that I got to do my thing for my family. They got the hand on me. Fuck a motherfucking handout. Stand with me. Playing with me like you plan to be. Like you plan the beef, man. I'm eating hella chicken, can't stand the beef. Cause I'm motherfucking winning, I'm out the streets. How I'm motherfucking feeling so happily. Clap with me, shit, motherfucker. Rap with me, stack with me, shit, motherfucker. Hold the heat. Don't need a fucking gun to scold the beef. To scold the beef. Just gotta get some funds to control the streets. Hmm. See, I'm trying to like, cause I was like, and some of my songs, I'll be like talking about killing niggas and shit. But I've like, you gotta I've really section it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't wanna like, I don't make, I don't, all the music I try and make now, I don't try and do that. So that like, hard though. Yeah, it is kind of hard. But like, I've like sectioned it to where like the first shit I'm gonna put out is the shit where like I was in that mindset of like, Fuck it, gang banging. I want to kill like all that and all that type of music. I'm gonna put out like as singles and shit, and then as like uh my first project, which is gonna be called Sin City, uh, which was like my mindset while I was still in Vegas, while I was like still a bot in that life, whatever. And then my second project, and these names are tentative, but um, it's gonna be called TAIV. When, it's, when I was, like, going through, like, that shift of, like, who, like, is this person? So, like, you know, it's like you're in the mind of, like, when I was trying to figure out who I was after this mental shift. Uh, and then, like, the one before I dropped my album is going to be called The Aliens Chosen One. And that's, like, who you talking to right now, like, with my new mental state and shit. And um, the album going to be nigga fire that's gonna have the baby i ain't one and that's gonna have the fucking i'm up on a, uh that's gonna have nigga that shit gonna be cold that shit gonna be when, when we looking at that like 2023 nigga i don't know <laughs> we gonna look we looking at that like when we hit a mill subs type shit mill and a half bro that's hella far yeah i mean I was I was looking at like dropping those projects like the first one when we hit like fifty k. Oh, like milestones. Okay. Yeah. Or like a, yeah, second one like a hundred k. The alien chosen one like probably like five hundred k. You gonna wait till fifty? Hey, you know what? Since he waiting till fifty k, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna drop some shit at at one k, and then. No, nah, I'll drop a song at one k. Nigga, a song, bro. Yeah, one song. Yeah. I'll drop like a three song project <laughs> and bucket at 1K. I'll drop a song at 1K. I'll drop a two song project at 5K. And I'll drop uh no nah, no nah, fuck that. I'll drop one song at 1K, one song at 5K, and I'll drop like a party pack uh project at you said a party pack. Connect. Yeah. Cause I, I have this party pack project I can fucking drop. Type shit. Yeah. That's what I said. So, nigga, if y'all want to hear, like, I can't wait till, like, we can look back on these shits and motherfucking, like, 
like niggas is giving us interviews and yeah, I'm bro. like, nigga, we was talking about it on this fucking pod in 2020, 2021. And uh we was telling y'all niggas and y'all wasn't like here, you know what I'm saying? So like what it's I mean, gonna be like one of those uh like those Kanye interviews from like 2012, and niggas gonna look back and be like, damn, these niggas was really on to something. But now they're gonna watch yeah. like look at these fucking uh Overachieving, dumbasses. These, <laughs> these fucking naive ass dudes. Hey, it's it's cool though. It's all love. yeah. I love the hate. Uh, I said in a song, I was like, uh, I love. The hate. I don't I really give a fuck what they say about me. They showing hate. They showing love. That's the thing about me. I don't know the difference between the hate Wait, and love. Because it I don't really give a fuck what they say about me. They showing hate. They showing love. That's the thing about me. I don't know the difference. I was a woke one. Yeah, but um, hold on, I got one too. All right, let me hear. <clears throat> uh, uh, they love to hate, but I just sit back and masturbate. And these niggas, yeah, they love to hate, but I, I'm a hot nigga. Watch the cookies bake. All right. Get it because like cookies bake because I'm hot. Cause like uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was hard. And good luck, bro. All right. But <laughs> um gonna lie to yo. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> yo, did you hear uh since we're on this topic of music, did you uh listen to the Donda Deluxe? Yeah, I did. How you like it? Uh it was cool. I didn't like the order of the songs though, to be honest. I like the original one. Like I like the yeah, uh yeah. The Donda 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 into Take What You Want, the jail song. I love that transition, yeah. bro. And they like they didn't really they didn't have that in the second one, but I did really like the Life of the Party song with Andre 3000. Life of the Party. That yeah. shit was cold, bro. That nigga Andre. I mean, Kanye did okay, but Andre 3000, bro, his verse was hard as fuck. Nigga said Donda, if you see or Wait, Donda, if you see my mama. And then, to, like, bro, that shit was so cold. It was sad, though. Bro, fucking, um, yeah, that, that song was fucking hard. I I mean, yeah, I, I've been listening to it. At first, I liked the, the first version when he was dissing Drake. But then I was like, nah, this one's, like, harder. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit's, like, really cold. Like, really? Kanye's version of that shit was, like, nigga, like. His that nigga was like, he said, um, he was like, they said something. I just, I just pray that the water break. I just pray for my daughter's sake or something. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn, like oh, this yeah. nigga. He was bro. like, he was like, I ain't trying to take your choice away. Yeah, that exactly. shit was so hard. Uh, they said, uh, then when he was talking about his teacher, he was like, Yeezy, she said, make your own decisions. And I'm like. That's how I feel right. because you feel me like niggas be always trying to tell me how to do something or do something this way, do something that way. I'm like, nigga, I've gotten to where I am, which is literally at this pretentious ass fucking school and shit that niggas work hard since like fucking elementary school to get into. Nigga, I got here based off like really two years of hard work really just a year of hard work in high school junior year and fucking nigga i'm still fucking performing all that bullshit but nigga just 
don't put me in the box you putting everybody else in. You feel me? Like, you know, you get what I'm saying? Like, and it's, nah, I definitely, that's how I be feeling. Cause people will be trying to like, like, even, like, like you can't my, do this because yada, yada, yada. But even, yeah, I'll be like, bro, like, first of all, you must not know who I am, bro. Like, and, and a lot of people be, you know, a lot of people kind of, I'm not going to say take for granted, but like, they don't know like who I was in the past. Like they don't know, like nigga, all this shit that y'all think is cool. Like we didn't did that shit. Trust me. God, like, we was the coolest at it. Exactly, nigga. bro. Like we was the coolest <laughs> niggas that you could possibly know. And it's like, people be forgetting that. So I'm like, bro, like I didn't already, all this shit that you think is tight and all the shit that you think is cool. I'm past that. I'm on some whole other shit. So you can't even put me and you in the same category. I'm, ahead of you in a that's sense what i'm like, saying because i feel like everybody goes through that stage of like they want to be cool or they want to and then they get to the point where they don't want to be cool anymore like some people they want to be cool for fucking 30 years and then like after that 30 years like you know what maybe jordans don't matter that much and then you got niggas like me where where my cool stage was kind of short you know it was like probably like high school to like the end of high school but i'm out of it I'm out of it. You feel me? So I'm 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 on a whole nother level than a lot of people. So therefore I can't be put in the same boxes as other people. They because they nah. just they in a different box. We in a different situation. That's what I'm saying. Like I'll be telling niggas like the shit I did in high school, nigga. Like right. nigga, like I was doing the thing, nigga, at school under bleep, nigga. <laughs> fucking nigga, I did the thing with a teacher, nigga. What you, like nigga, I I'm I done shit like niggas like really like will dream of type shit. Bro, fact. Like, nigga, I was on varsity since a freshman, nigga. Like I went to three different high schools, was fucking I'm not I'm not like trying to like just put my like self up, but was top dog in like multiple sects of the high school at each one because the AP kids didn't know the fucking sports kids, but I knew both of them. And bro, nigga, I would go ahead, go ahead. Real quick. Bro, and I feel like that's low-key, like my purpose now is to draw that connection between both parties. Because we, like you said, we were IB kids. Well, I was an IB kid, you were too at one point, but IB is like basically AP, like it's the same shit, kind of. And I was an IB kid, but I also hung out with the dudes that were like gangbangers. You no, know, gangbangers. And I feel like in, in in society just in life like the same way I was able to bridge those people together or at least be able to you know hang out with both of them and feel welcomed in both sets I really feel like I can do that with just society because we're all so separated just on stupid shit and you'll see like you know you got like the gangbangers on one side and you got like the super nerds and I oftentimes even today get caught like not not I don't know if I forgot what the syndrome is called, but it's like why me syndrome. And I kind of get caught in this like, damn, I'm really hanging out with fucking straight nerds, but they're cool as fuck, though. And like if you don't really get to know nerds, you would just think they're weirdos. But like, bro, all of this shit is cool as fuck. And now it's starting to come into like the mainstream, but like like anime and shit, fucking K-pop. Bro. Watch how big like see you see how big K-pop is, bro. Like there was really nerds and fucking middle school listening to that shit, but it was like looked at as like weird. So I want to be able to like 
be that kind of like cool kid in people's eyes. Cause I still feel like I look like a, you know, I don't look like a nerd. I probably look, you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying I'm the best looking person, but you know, I'm, you know, I, I could, I could fit in with the good looking like nerd, like, I mean, not nerds, but like cool looking people. But I also want to be like, Hey, look at this side too. Cause this side, they got some shit that's not only cool, but that'll really help you out and help you stay away from all the toxic shit that comes with, you know, being on the gangbanger side or whatever. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, a lot of the the heads on the game manger popular whatever side that is um they actually kind of enjoy a lot of stuff on the nerd side and like you said it would benefit them and a lot of stuff on the nerd side is like actually like they're really talented like it's really creative cool stuff oh yeah look at my boy tattoo yeah you know what i'm saying yeah you can't see all of it but yeah that's really hard. If if y'all want to hear about his tattoo story, oh, yeah. check it out on our YouTube. You feel me? Hey, almost eleven fainted. hour pain yeah. story. Almost fainted. You feel me? It hey, but it was a great experience though. That it was a great experience. I can't even lie. But yeah, eleven hour tattoo session. Hey, that's that's shit like low key look cold right there. I'm I'm think I want something right here now. Yeah. Bro, that's, yeah, I, and honestly, that part doesn't even hurt that bad, except for the tricep, like, when he was on the back, that shit hurt, but. Yeah, I got, I'm gonna finish this, my next time, yeah, probably just finish this, and then, Bro. look, I kind of want something right here, I'll probably get something right here over the summer, hey, hey, if y'all get us to 5k by the beginning of the summer, I'll get something right here. Bro, I'm done with tattoos for a while. That shit would hurt. And I, I was feeling like tired. this arm. Now, nah, my next one, I want to be on my stomach. And I know that shit's going to hurt pretty bad. No, nah, I'm good. I, I want to, like, 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 type shit. Type but shit. I want to get this arm done first and then, like, move to my chest. Bro, speaking um, of chest, uh, uh, did you watch that Colin Kaepernick documentary or docuseries? Fuck no. Nah. Bro, that shit is so fucking trash. Like, like, let me just get into it real quick. Is that a yeah? I'm gonna get into it. Is that okay? Are you gonna or do you yeah, not man. want like spoilers? Bro, honestly, no, I'm not gonna watch it. All right, <laughs> so I only watch. I don't know how many episodes. I think it's like six or something, maybe. But I watched like four episodes. No, five episodes, and. Bro, it's like the most race pandering thing that you could ever fucking find. And, you know, I and mind you, bro, this shit was made in like 2004 or like the time that it takes place in is 2004. So like they're doing shit that makes it seem like they're living in like the 1800s, bro. Like the way they're trying to like uh, make white people out to be is fucking insane. Like and I even... I even talked to like black people about it because you know you know I'm part of this black student organization so I went up to like some of the teachers some of the organizers and I was like hey like do you guys like this shit and they're like not really because not only is it extra well I don't know if he was trying to make it seem like it was extra but he was just like who is this to like who are you making this for and it was like if you're gonna it seems like he's making this to for white people to try to guilt trip them but it's like, bro, if you're going to make a series about black people, at least make it for black people and at least don't fucking 
just keep increasing the tension between both parties because that's bro that's not how life is like it, it from my experience you know what i'm saying like i ain't never been fucking so racially profiled to the point where i felt like i had to fucking cut my hair off or whatever like he did he or did like not. his parent, his parents did not him <laughs> i mean i think i don't know i don't know the fucking because i mean it might have been like that for him because he was rich he but, but I don't no, know he, like the, he wasn't the that he wasn't that rich, but like it, it was, was fucking upper class. Yeah, but it was just like uh, it was like people were calling him like thug and shit. Or like his parents was like, and I don't know if you've seen the child actor that plays Colin Kaepernick, but nigga is like the opposite thing of a thug, like literally the exact opposite. And like his parents were like you know, you look like a thug, but it's like, bro, just because they have cornrows, like, this was, this is, like, back in 2003, and I'm like, bro, niggas had corn, like, niggas knew what cornrows are, and then they were throwing, like, like, subtle little racist jokes, like, for example, like, the, his parents were white, because he was adopted, and in one of the scenes, they're at the dinner table, this is actually kind of funny, but they're at the dinner table, and he takes the salt, and he's, like, dumping hella salt on there, and like dumping hella ketchup and then he goes or he's like this doesn't have any flavor and then he goes to like the black lady's house that does his hair that does the braids and he eats a meal and his mom was like hey do you need some salt and she and he's like nah this has flavor in it so i'm like bro y'all just y'all throwing out subtle racist things like we all know the stereotype white people don't use seasonings bro that's facts though i ain't gonna nah, lie. but it's I, like i'm but it's with like, a lot of white people i can say that's facts it may be facts. Actually, no, I don't think so. Because I feel like you think about the best chefs in the world. They're fucking Gordon Ramsay. They're like Italian people. That's like, yeah, but I don't know. And I just feel like, and I just feel like, bro, if you're going you to keep dissing white people like this, bro, and then get mad when they diss niggas back, or they don't even have the chance to diss niggas back. Like, imagine if somebody, if white dude was like, yeah, white power. Like, they started a white student organization at, at my school. Niggas would be like, that's racist. No, no, I'm saying if they did. But it's like, bro, like, it's the same. Like, you can't get mad at somebody for fucking, for doing the same shit that you doing. In my I mean, opinion. I agree with that, but at the same time, it's like, the reason... You don't need a fucking a white uh, like a white student organization is because the student organization is like basically the white student organization. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that's how society set up. I'm not saying it's needed. I'm saying that if they were to like, okay, just scratch that. If a white show were to come out talking about how bad black people fucking season their food or how unhealthy black people are, they'd be like, that's fucking racist. They'll be like, that's fucking slander. Or they fucking, they put Trump in a fucking devil outfit or not a devil outfit, but they made it like a devil filter on him. And it's like, bro, how the fuck you going? Bro, it's like, why is everything just so political? And why is everything so, you just want to start conflict between blacks and whites? That's why, to me, Colin Kaepernick is like, I'm not, I think he's a fraud, to be honest. For real. I think, I think. Since we're on this topic. What? I was going to say, I think if you're, if you can sit up here and bash him, 
like people are always like, bro, the white people are so hard on Colin Kaepernick. This nigga got a fucking Nike deal. With after he quit the NFL, nigga's not an athlete, has a Nike deal, has a deal with Disney, got a got a television so television series produced by Netflix. If like, and then you sitting up here talking about how racist and how bad America is. And it's like, bro, like that shit to me is just making, it's just holding black people back, in my opinion. I mean, that nigga ain't never been oppressed in his life. I mean, even if he has, it's like you not being oppressed like that anymore. Y'all niggas is mad at the NFL, but this nigga was trash. Like, that's why I feel like. He was actually kind of good. His last two, bro, his last couple of seasons, he wasn't trash. He had one good season. Or no, he had two. No, I knew he was good, but. He was, he was. They like, the reason they, nah, they did do some racist shit. Cause like, the reason that nigga got kicked out was because he was kneeling, but. But no, he, he was ended all, up seeing how lucrative that shit was. So he was just like, fuck it. He was already on the bench. He wasn't starting. The nigga wasn't starting over the quarterback for the 49ers. The quarterback for the 49ers isn't Tom Brady. It's some dude that started with a G. No, but not because um Nah, he was already he was already on the bench. He was already not starting. Before he okay. started kneeling, he was already on the bench. And then he started kneeling, and then they, and then he like got like the attention that he fucking got, and then he got kicked out. But yeah, bro, honest, nah, Colin Kaepernick, we could have a conversation, bro. Like you may be right. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I may be wrong. I watch a lot of conservative shit, so I may be biased. But I just gotta see where you coming from, because right now I don't see it, and I feel like you exploiting black people for money. Are you exploiting black problems for money? Since we on the topic of dividing people, <laughs> talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. Bro, fuck. You know, I love this shit. I fucking love that fucking, this this case. Well, for those of y'all who don't know about the case, Kyle Rittenhouse was a 17-year-old who went to this protest and ended up having to shoot and kill two niggas. No, not two niggas. Well, not niggas, not niggas. Yeah. Two, two people. You got to watch people. your tone with this, bro, because niggas, niggas will take that shit and fucking... He, t- he killed two niggas? The, the, the defenses are, are... Not the defenses. The prosecution's argument is... That Kyle Rittenhouse was a white supremacist that traveled across state lines with an AR. His dad coming to a peaceful protest to murder while uh, black people. <laughs> Bro, that shit's wild. The um the defense is uh argument was Kyle Rittenhouse was an American who traveled. To help his friend defend his property. And when he began to get overwhelmed, instead of using his American right to stand his ground, he ran. He ran from these people. And he ran so fast, but he couldn't run fast enough. And he tripped and he fell. And he looked to his right and he saw a skateboard coming to his head. 
and he took that AR out and he did the most American thing you could ever do. He shot that nigga. No, no, no. He shot that wigger. <laughs> shot that wigger dead. That pedophile dead. Hey, bro. Honestly, nah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Should we making a joke about this? Two two people did die, bro. No, no. I'm not making a joke. I'm just saying. <laughs> this is how the defense was saying it. This is how conservatives saying it. This how they sounded? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but um, on a real note. So, yeah, that was, like, what happened. And he ended up uh, – a charge got dropped. The only charge he should have been guilty of, which was um his gun charge. Mm-hmm. That was the only thing that was, like, like weird about the case. But other than that, uh, he got rightfully not guilty on all other five charges. Um, he got let out. Biden called him a white supremacist. Bro, what you um, – fuck that. Hold on. You know what Biden did first, though? He came out and he made a video and was like, you know what? I don't know too many details about the case. And then. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, like an hour or two later, he sends out he sends out this fucking document that says we apologize that our judicial system is flawed or whatever for this incident. Bro, it's like. This nigga literally just switched sides on the story, bro, in two hours. Like, come on. Nah, but, you know, it's not even him, though. That's like yeah, he probably not. gave his honest opinion the first time and they was mad as fuck. Yeah, exactly. It was like, yo, that's why that's why they didn't have a video. That's why it was a fucking statement that nigga probably didn't even read. <laughs> and hold on, just to talk about the case real quick. It's like this is why and, and there's a video up on our uh Kepra channel, Kepra Conversation channel. So check that out. Where I really go deep into the case. I put the the uh the actual videos that were taken and it shows him like acting in self-defense. But the, the problem, the real issue with this is not the two people that died. It's about how the media is going about it, bro. Like, and I, I'm making another video. This is going to come out tomorrow on the Kepper channel. Um, basically there was a case in Chicago where there were 70 rounds shot across the street between like a gang war or whatever. Right. And they let off 70 shots. The police came and didn't arrest anybody. They just let them go because of some stupid shit that they came up with. And it's uh, like, the, huh? No, I'll just laugh. <laughs> that shit's crazy, bro. It was like, I think it's called like inbred violence or some inbred gang violence or some shit. Nobody went to jail. So the 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 bad part about this is like you have oh also also there's another case where this dude in this SUV drove it through a fucking parade and killed five people and nobody talked about that so the reason why this is important is because it shows again the media is choosing what is important to us and they're only choosing things that they know will stir up violence and they know will stir up conflict like they know 70 fucking rounds being shot in Chicago is nothing new so they're like you know what we don't need to report this bro but it's like niggas are still dying and when you have the media trying to to pander for ratings that much, bro, it just leads to to biasness. It leads to us not really getting the full story, which is what's happened with the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And speaking of this shit, I just rewatched one of these videos from the George Floyd uh incident, and this shit's so fucking crazy, bro. So they showed. They showed the whole video, right? So I guess it's an eight. No, I guess it's a 20. No, I'm like, eight minutes. No, but there's a 20 minute video 
that is oh. longer than the eight minute one where they have the they have the body cam footage, right? So you know how the one that we're used to seeing is just some nigga filming on the street what happened, but then they have the body cam one. And on the stand, bro, the defense wait, the prosecutor had to admit that the knee, uh, the George Chauvin's knee or whatever, or what's his name, Chauvin, whatever the officer's name, his knee wasn't even on his neck, it was on his shoulder blade. And then they brought this like uh like court like this doctor or something, some some nigga. They brought him and he he said that. George Floyd most likely died because of a drug overdose, which you can still, it's still called asphyxiation when you just lack oxygen due to a drug overdose, which is closely related to fentanyl and PCP, which is what he's supposed to be on. So I'm like, bro, this is crazy because if this nigga wasn't killed by that police officer and he just died because he overdosed, which is- No, nah, fuck that. That nigga should have still went to jail. You can't do that shit. Do what? But that's what I'm saying, though. Do what? You can't. You can't. You can't kneel on a nigga neck for nine minutes. That, no, but they said. But no, but they said that he wasn't on his neck. He was on his shoulder. And George Floyd was yelling, "I can't breathe!" Before he got out the car. So that means this nigga could have already been going into an overdose type of situ or episode before he was even fucking being detained. You can't do that as a police officer. You can't kneel on somebody's back? Yes, you can. Bro, bro, show me the video where this nigga was kneeling. He was on his neck, bro. Bro, I can show you this. Bro, I prom Nigga, you think I'm going to get up here and fucking lie? Bro, I'm telling you. Well, I'm, bro. I'm telling you, like. I, that just sounds like some, like, super, like, hard art right shit. Bro, but I'm telling you. They said this shit on the stand, though. They, I'm not getting, like, this shit was in the courtroom. They filmed it in the courtroom. And the defense, I mean, the prosecutor was like, yes, it looks like he's kneeling on his shoulder blade, not his neck. So the point is, is like, bro, the media literally fucking changed this story up, didn't show none of the body cam footage, didn't show none of this nigga saying he can't breathe before, didn't show none of this nigga, I mean, didn't show nothing about this nigga being on fentanyl, which is the most dangerous drug you could possibly be on. And then they started these fucking riots. Bro, like, if that's not fucking... If that's not the craziest shit ever, okay, bro, this is the Holocaust all over, bro. Propaganda, you know, you remember what made people hate Jews, right? Propaganda. This is the same shit, bro. The media is using propaganda, using news sources to fucking change the way we think and to change us to into being controlled. I feel like that's facts, and I'll send, bro. I'll send the video to you. Yeah, show me that video, bro. I'm yeah, I, 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 uh, but did you see that the UK in the UK some schools are making the boys wear skirts to like promote equality? Nah, I believe it though. That fucking sucks. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. How do you feel about that? You feel like that's fucking. You think it's like inclusive? I well, not if they're making them do it. I don't know. I'm just like trying to. Like change. Kids. And like. How they view things. And like. 
whether that's a good or bad thing is up to you. But if you want to conserve the past, it's a bad thing. But if you're like, it's just an article floating, then it's like, shouldn't really care. I'm in between what I, I think. But ultimately, I don't think just because, like, of how I was raised and just how I think, I don't think boys should be wearing skirts. So, like, I mean, I'll, like, if you want to wear a skirt, like, you can. I don't really care. But I think forcing boys to wear skirts that might not want to wear a skirt is, like, fucked up. Yeah, I feel like the forcing part is pretty fucking gnarly. Like, guys wearing skirts, like, that's not bad, but you gonna force the niggas? I don't get to just be like, you can't say no to a nigga if you want to wear a skirt. Wait, you, you said what? It's like, it's like, is this kid really want to wear this skirt, or, like, is his parents just like, don't you like this skirt? Yeah. He just like, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what a lot of I feel like that's what a lot of it is too. Like like parents parents just be like, Hey, don't you want this doll? And it's like the kid don't like the kid don't know better. But then at the same time, it's like if they're not if they're not like insinuating that he should and they're just like offering it, do you think it's still bad? Like if they're just like, here's a Barbie doll, play with it, but they're not or they don't even say play with it, he's like here. Do you think that's a bad thing? Like, do you think, like, boys should not be exposed to, like, any, you know, gender crossing at all? I mean, like, I don't know. I don't really want to go down this, like, rabbit hole of, like, what makes you a good or a bad parent. All I can say is, like, I wouldn't give my, like, son a Barbie, probably. (laughs) I don't know. I just probably wouldn't. I might give him, like, a fucking G.I. Joe. But that's just how I was raised. So, like, I don't know. There's some things you can't, like, and you shouldn't, like, change. Because, like, at a point that, like, the thing about, like, going to college with a lot of people is, like, they lose who they are. So, like, they'll try and be so accepting, so open, which is good. But they'll change, like, everything about themselves. And it's like, you know, who are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, if if your parents, if your family, like, can't really recognize you, I mean, like, and that, it's hard to, like, really quantify this because, like, maybe your family just full of a bunch of toxic motherfuckers or whatever. And, like, I know, like, my family, they might may look at what I'm doing and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Or, like, think it's, like, whatever. <laughs> but they can still look at me and, like, know who the fuck I like, that I'm me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your family, like, you go home and your family, like, can't even, like, recognize you. Like, you got to send back, like, are, are you you or are you this creation that this machine called college is trying to create people to become? That's facts. Damn, bro, that was good. Good shit on that one. I don't. I, usually, I'll be like, 
Yeah, bro, you know, but I, I I ain't even got nothing to follow that up with. That was good. Appreciate that. Yeah. But um did you hear about the fucking shooting in Ohio? With cool food? Nah. You didn't hear about well, that? I heard about food. it. I heard about it, but I didn't look into it. So basically, this 15-year-old little kid, he got like a gun from his parents or something. His dad bought him a, a handgun. My friend went to school. What are you doing? What did you just say like that for? He went to school and... What did he do? And he, like, shot up to school, basically. And I think, like, five people died. Um, like, two 17-year-olds, a 16-year-old. Uh, he was on varsity since a freshman, too. A Who, 14 year old. The, the shooter or the... A 16-year-old. Oh. <laughs> um, and, like... That nigga, the 16-year-old, he tried to, like, take the gun from him or whatever. Oh, I think I heard about that, and he died, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Fuck, dude, that sucks. Yeah. But the crazy part is, like, the parents, they fucking walked the gun for a nigga. And, like, an hour before he was about to shoot up to school, the mom texted him and was like, don't do it. So they knew he was about to shoot up the school and didn't do nothing about it. So they got charged with fucking um, manslaughter. The judge judge put that, the fucking kid, no bail, and no fucking, um, that nigga in county jail. Like, he in jail. He's not even in juvie. Wow, they just threw him in a county jail? I thought they would throw him, like, in an insane asylum. Oh, wow. Uh, fuck that little nigga. But, but where um, would you rather go, though? If I was that little nigga, I'd rather go to the insane asylum. Really? They keep y'all separated. Y'all fucking crazy. That nigga's in jail. He probably getting his ass whooped, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. What what's what's your reaction, bro? Bro, that's so sad, dude. I don't even know like what to say. I mean, you know, poor those those people that die. But like, do they know? Like, was he just like was he bullied? Like, do they know? Do they have any lead on why he would do it? Or was he just like a dick? I don't really know. I have yeah, no idea. That, yeah, but that's sad. Cause like I could only imagine, bro, like a nigga running into my classroom with a fucking gun and trying to shoot it up. They said he was at the door, of one classroom, uh huh, trying to act like the police, just get him to open the door. But this kid was like legit then. Like this kid wasn't playing. Like, cause he even fought off the one dude that tried to take the gun from him. Yeah, and that that makes me feel like it was more malicious than like anything. 
Because, like, you know, some people just go there because they're, like, stressed or, like, you know, they'll shoot up a place because they're stressed or, like, sad. I feel like his was, like, like to really just hurt somebody. So do you think he's not crazy? Yeah, I do think he's crazy. Do you think – I mean, do you think, like, he should be, like, given the benefit of being insane? Nah. Nah, I think he should go to jail. Or maybe, or maybe, what they could do is uh put them in the put them in the insane asylum for like six months, and then put them in jail for the rest of it, just so they could figure out what's wrong with them. So then maybe they could like you like change like some shit about how we treat people in society. Nah, fuck that. And then no, but I'm saying after the six months, put them in in fucking a hardcore prison. But why? Just so you could see what was wrong with him. Because, like, you don't know why he did it. Do you think he should have the chance for parole ever? Nah. Well, yeah. I was about to say, so let's, let's, yeah. this should open up a deeper conversation of... Yeah, no, I think... think deeds are, do you think people can't come back from deeds? I think they can. I think they should, actually. Uh, so, uh, um... Some of a lot of some of the a lot of the times. What what deeds do you think people can't bounce back from? <sighs> like a Jeffrey Dahmer situation. Like what? Like he's just killing people and, and like eating people. Like I don't think you could come back from that. What from eating people? Yeah, like yeah. Why it's just meat. You said it's just meat? Cause like it's just against the law. So the law is universal or is it fucking you know what I'm saying? Well I think it's national and we're in the United States, so But I'm saying like how's the law always equated to what's right and what's wrong? There's people in jail for smoking weed. But at the same time, there's also people in jail for killing people. So. Well, what we're giving fans to somebody's like, yo, I'm about to die. You can eat my meat after I'm dead. (laughs) Um, And the person does it? Yeah, he eats his meat. Are we like it, it? Well, are we like in some like society? I mean, like you know, worldwide shortage, or is he just like just choose like human meat? That's just like my snack. Okay. Um, and his friend gave it to him. Right, right. He he donated it to him. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, personally, I'd probably be like, I mean, I guess it's not. Fuck, dude, that's a hard one. Because it's like, yeah, like his he got it from his friend, but what if that shit's so good that he just like starts to get addicted? Then he's like, you know, at risk. Right. But um, all right. So is that the only thing that nigga? Do you have an answer for that shit? What? Yeah. What? I just want to understand like, what else is it? Just eating niggas for you? 
No, it's it's other things too. Like if you rape, like certain types of rape should be fucking unforgivable. Just certain types. Yeah, just certain types. <laughs> like like that, what, bro? Like like a twenty-two-year-old sleeping with a seventeen-year-old? Like nah, I don't think you should fuck. I don't think you can't be <laughs> forgiven for that. But like, like a fucking forty-five-year-old trying to rape a fucking five-year-old boy, then you know, like that's like a little. A little bit more dangerous. I'm just saying, like, some would argue that if you rape somebody, period, you should never be able to. Well, no, I don't feel like, no, I don't feel like that. Because I think, honestly, they should change, like, you know what I'm saying? They should change rape into different categories. Because, like, there'll be, like, a nigga who, like, a 19-year-old that slept with a 19-year-old, I mean, a 17-year-old, they'll be like, he's a rapist. And you're putting him in the same category as like a nigga that butt fucked a seven year old. You feel me? So I feel like or they just like held somebody down and like you know what I'm saying, huh? Or something just held somebody down. Right. That's not the same as like you know. I regret last night. All right, but um, bro, what you don't think so? I don't know, bro, but. I would say, like... You asking these hard-ass questions? No, no, no. I'm about to answer it. So, like, the question is what? Do you think all rape is the same rape? No, 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 no. That's not the... The original question is... <laughs> do I think... <laughs> do I think that fucking... Uh, it's like there anything that's unforgivable. Like, you can't bounce back from. Yeah. Um... I mean, honestly, like, I feel like some people can truly change. Uh, I feel like people, like, really make mistakes. Um, They aren't that same person. Now, like, I can't speak, like. So you're saying you want, you, he should get out? I mean, like, I'm not saying that because, like. I can't speak about for the families that like lost their like child or whatever. So like, but I mean, me personally, like, I feel like if black people can forgive white people for everything they've done to just the black community, then like, to an extent, like, after a certain amount of time. It can healing. be like people can like bounce back from shit, but like I don't know. Like I feel like a certain way about like pedophiles. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I don't know, cause I'm thinking like if you like if you was touched as a kid or whatever, and you was like the victim at first, but you just kind of slipped through the cracks. I'm like, something like happened to you and I don't want to just like necessarily kill you because like something happened to you, but, but that doesn't mean you can go like doing that. So like, I don't it's know, hard. like it's hard. Cause I'm like, you deserve to die, but you don't cause it's not your fault. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and like even people who are just like 
who were like just born and like, you know, they not like over here snatching kids, but they just like they at the park. <laughs> oh nah, fuck that. Cause like nah, <laughs> nah. If they were my kid, like I kill that thing. But I'm just saying, like, like, bro, like they need help because something's like mentally wrong That's with what them. I'm saying, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They should send that kid to an insane asylum for six months figure out what's wrong with the little prick and then put him in prison. And then, you know what? They could base the parole off of his performance in the insane asylum on like whether he gets parole or not. That's a fucking, bro. That's fucking judicial systems right there, bro. I don't know. I could be a fucking judge. That was perfect. I think that nigga going to jail forever. (laughs) Yeah, no, too. But yeah, because that's like five counts of murder, right? At, At least. No, but do you okay? I, I was thinking maybe you could look at it like if you take a life, you shouldn't be forgiven because that person, like just how you they gotta lose a life, you gotta lose your life. See, that's but but then I was like, nah, that's not fair though. Yeah, that's not fair. Because sometimes like you're a victim. Because like I think if people like the dude who killed Dalvin or whatever, I'm like, yeah, that nigga, like, killed my homie, but, like, what, like, ultimate good is it that he's just in the cell for, like, the rest of his life? You know what I'm saying? Like, his family sad. Well, he didn't, so he doesn't kill anybody else. But the thing is, like, is that all he had to be was a killer? No. That's you know, true. Like, he, he was stuck in this cycle, and he was confused. And he thought that was his destiny. You know what I'm saying? That's so, true. like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's kinda... hard, bro. Like, it's so hard to, like, make up laws and shit. Because there's so many, like, if this happened, then, it, it, you know? Like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know, but. I feel like for the most part, shit you can bounce you can bounce back from. Like you don't have to. Yeah, I feel like definitively you don't have to like be that one mistake like forever. Mm-hmm. But then I think I'm like, all right, if let's say the apocalypse happened or whatever after World War Two, and this nigga Hitler was like one of the few survivors. And he's also like going around and shit. Do you forget Hitler if like he helps you survive like for a year or whatever? Do you do you forgive Hitler? Do I forgive Hitler? Bro, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. So like, is there like a line? I don't know. It's a call. That's a hard question. Because it's like you just sometimes you just put in that position. You got to. You got to forgive Hitler in that situation. So you would? No, I'm not saying I would, but I'm just saying, like, it would be, like, logical to forgive him. But then it would be, bro, wow, bro, that's crazy. Because, like, can people, like, never truly get over their past then, like, no matter what? Yeah. Or are they, or does their past, or you got to be like, is their past going to still, you feel me, be their present? Because you can't be too optimistic with it. 
But you can't be too mm-hmm. pessimistic neither, because then like you'll just be fucking killing everybody. Like I'm watching this show called <laughs> Exter, and this nigga's a serial killer, but he's like he only kills like quote unquote bad people. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, damn, you feel me? Like that's crazy because this nigga kills bad people, right? But some people would be like, murder, all murder is bad or whatever. So, like, he should die. But it's like, he had, he was like predisposed to like killing people because he watched his mom like get chainsaw murdered and he had to sit in his mom's blood for like three days before he was found in like a crate. What? But um, yeah, crazy with his brother, and his brother like his brother was a murderer too. But him and his brother got split up. Anyway, that's that's not important. But he was like this predisposed to be a murderer, and he like channeled that into like the best thing he could, which was just like killing only black bad people. But like, can he like you know what I'm saying? Like, if he can't help it, like. Can we blame him? Bro. Should we just kill that nigga? Like, Bro. seriously. That's how I feel about pedophiles. Because I'm like, bro, like... If, if that's he really, really can't help it, like... If that's all you're really attracted to, like... There's really nothing you could do about it. And we can't just, like... Not, like, you know, take account for you in society, so... What do you do? Like, do you just make it to where some cases of pedophilia are legal? Fuck no. So, (laughs) (laughs) but then it's like, bro, that's why, like, that's why when people be like, are you born gay? That opens up the door for, okay, are you born attracted to kids? So then you can't, you can't take nobody to jail over that because it becomes a mental illness. And you can't, you can't incriminate somebody for that. Fuck that, nigga. See, like, I get what you're saying, but hell nah. Because, like, this is the thing. Like, it's it, it will always be rape because kids' adults' minds are, are so much more developed than kids to the point where it will always be a predator-prey situation. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you are 40 and you trying to fucking even get at a 16, 17-year-old, you have an advantage already because... So, it it would always be rape because you're preying on somebody who's ignorant. You know what I'm saying? To so much shit just because they haven't lived life. Nah. Nah. Because, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because we... Okay. I'm smarter than some girls. Just naturally. So, and, and, you know, in my past, when I was young, ignorant, and, you know, dumb and stupid and toxic, I would use my intelligence to, you know, take advantage of them. Not sexually, not like that. Not, you know, not like on a rape shit. But, like, you know, you just play a girl. All right, bro. And you using it, like, you're using it in unfair advantage that was just naturally given to you. 
nigga, age is not a fucking natural unfair advantage. That's you are fucking decades older than this person. No, but you, you just said, have more life experience. No, see, but that's see, life experience doesn't come with age though. All right, nigga. <laughs> bro, I'm just saying, bro, like, you know? Nah, but, um, <laughs> nah, fuck that. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, if you're predisposed to fucking liking kids, like, I think you should get help. And, you know, I think the therapy and, like, insane asylums or whatever, they need to do better. Or just fucking these, midgets. These motherfuckers. Or anyways, like uh like so I don't think it's the height thing. I think it's like honestly like don't literally be in you know what I'm saying. So like I think they should get help. I don't know like what good it would be to just like throw them like you know what I'm saying in like jail. If like 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 this shit gonna sound terrible, but like damn near like do experiments, like look to see if there's like a gene that like makes you predisposed to to be like this, and then look at their family bloodline and see if there this genes their bloodline. And to an extent, you just gotta exterminate them niggas from 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 what ever reproducing. Fuck? From ever reproducing, you can't nigga, allow them to. No, bro, things. what? Because nigga, if you're if you're attracted to fucking little kids, then you shouldn't. And it if you're attracted and you can't help it because it's a gene in your bloodline, I'm not gonna say just kill that nigga, but don't allow that nigga to reproduce ever. Whoa, bro, you took it to nigga, nigga, nigga. Your your blood is literally predisposed to to rape, uh, rape. But that doesn't mean nah. But no, that doesn't mean their kid is gonna come out like that. But but I'm saying if the gene is like in their bloodline, where like you look and like nigga, it just keep reoccurring, nigga. Bro, you on some Chinese shit? Nah, you saying some like, people can't be born? You saying some people can't reproduce just because they just because I'm they saying get- if you are predisposed to be a pedophile, I don't think you should reproduce. No, wow. Because nah, I'm just saying. All right, no, fuck it, no, fuck it. All right, like this direction, maybe. And honestly, if you want to be like, you know, what I'm saying one of those. And, like, you know, create a fucking... Bro, see, I don't know, bro. Honestly, I just want to make my own society so we can abide by our own rules and then just, like, honestly say fuck you to the rest of the world. Y'all can get crazier as y'all want. Because if y'all want... If y'all trying... If we being real, nigga, like, the niggas y'all... Y'all all frats and sororities look up to, these Greek societies... They were all pedophiles. They were all they were all transgenders. They were all bisexual, gay, homosexual, whatever. They were all of these. So like, you feel me? Zeus was a pedophile. Aphrodite was a fucking um transgender. Um, fucking all these Greek gods and goddesses were pedophiles and whatever. So you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, like, that's, like, if y'all want to live like that, y'all already following the teachings of them niggas already. So, 
you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to create my own society for my own people. So we don't want to live like that. But I, I guess I, I have no jurisdiction to say you can't live like that because the niggas y'all worship in these Greek societies were pedophiles and the sort. Bro, what the Don't fuck? be mad at me. Just be mad at history, nigga. That's the truth. Nigga, don't be mad at me. Read a book, nigga. Nigga, it's the truth, nigga. <laughs> bro, nigga, that was that was hard, bro. Nah, cause cause while we on this topic of kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no, nah, it pissed me off because the Glenn Maxwell trials is going on right now. You feel me? And these motherfuckers is pedophiles. These motherfuckers was killing kids and drinking the adrenochrome. They was doing hella shit. And, you know, like... CEO of Twitter. It, it, hella CEO. Yeah, the, the CEO of Twitter, the CEO of Walmart, the CEO of um, MSNCB. Oh, yeah. Uh, media. Um, fucking Chris Cuomo just fucking stepped down amid uh, uh, sexual misconduct allegations. Bro, wait. Um, we was talking about that shit, bro, last year with the nipple piercings, bruh. Like, nah, that was his brother, though. Nah. No, that was... Oh, did his brother have the, the piercing? That was, yeah. Andrew Cuomo, that was the governor. Chris Cuomo Wait. was the oh, CNN. Oh, Chris. Nigga. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, but... Yeah, so... Um, fucking... Look, I got some... And this, this is gonna be the last topic, and then we're gonna start another fucking podcast. But, uh... I got, like, the fucking... Look, no plea deal. Um, the the fucking shit has started. And look, so Bloomberg Equality, big media station. These motherfuckers said, Ghislaine Maxwell's sex trafficking trial is set to be one of the biggest of the Me Too era, but the jury may have to grapple with the unique question: Is Maxwell herself a victim? trying to call her a victim so whatever um but jeffrey epstein visited the clinton white house at least 17 times at least how many times seven, he on that? uh i think he was on the flight list like 51 times how many times was he on the plane with him i don't know 26 oh uh, fucking the the pilot Epstein's pilot named uh, a couple of big names. He named Trump. He named uh, he named uh, fucking the Clintons. He named some others. Uh, Dorsey, others that stepped down. So you know, it's big. This is like crazy, y'all. Mm-hmm. Bro, and nobody told me. Biggest trial of our generation. And nobody talking about it. See, like, that's just taught me, like, the shit niggas care about literally doesn't matter. Facts. But, yeah, make sure y'all are, like, checking out what's going on with that trial because, like Andre said, the biggest trial 
of our lifetime is going on right now and nobody's talking about it and that should worry you because all these big names all these very important people are all being affected hmm. stop playing with them bro but um yeah fuck it um that's gonna be the end of this pod we got some more topics we're gonna talk about in the next one such as the Christmas parade massacre where a nigga just drove over a bunch of people in a parade. <laughs> um, we talking about uh, fucking Malcolm X's daughter just died. Um, all these new um, 19 vacation fucking regulations and shit. Um, all the new Jerry. Too. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about all that in the next pod. So make sure y'all tune into that, man. We love all of y'all each and every one of y'all man thank you for all the support y'all are dope as fuck you got any last words keep that keep, keep that thing going yeah let's keep that thing going you know mbh tv we going to the top of mount everest and then we build it on top of that so you know what i'm saying tune in to everything we do because you know, as we grow, you will see that you are growing. Mm. And yeah, that's it. We'll see y'all in the next one. Peace.